Hello and welcome to Meet My Potential Podcast. This is your host Deepa Nafrajan from Toulouse in France and today I'm co-hosting this episode with my colleague Susie Lewis. Let's welcome Susie. Morning. Morning everyone. So this is part four of a five-part series of short episodes on COVID, simple strategies to deal with challenging times. If you haven't heard the previous episodes, it's just five to maximum eight minutes. So do head over and listen to the first four episodes. Nevertheless, welcome and hi Susie. Hi, how are you? It's good. Actually, quite good. This is week five or week four. I'm losing track of confinement and I seem to like it and I seem to find lots of opportunities here. So um, <laughs> how do you find it? Yeah, I think it's full of opportunities, not only, but I think there's always a positive side to everything. So I think there are lots of opportunities present all over the place, huh? individually, in what you do, in what you think, in how you work, how you show up. So yeah, I mean, I like the opportunities discussion. I like that because it's a positive discussion. I think it's interesting to look at what opportunities are present. I mean, let, let's take that deeper. What what opportunities are present at the moment for you? I think for me, as I look at myself, it's really been a time for me to remove a lot of the noise in terms of the work that I did in terms of how I was living my day-to-day life. So I think in a way, getting back to the what the most essential aspects of business and uh, keeping only the kind of things that I really love to do and cutting back. And I see that a lot of companies, like a lot of coaching companies, a lot of mid-sized companies are cutting back on ads, are cutting back on recruitment, cutting back at expenses, and are really looking on everything under the microscope to see what is really needed to get the business going. And this is really a time to get rid of is it just good to have or is it nice to have or is it a must have? And I think in the same way, just as in business, we're looking at that from an individual perspective also as to what do I really need in my life? So connecting more to the meaning, connecting more to the essence, connecting more to the purpose. And I think connecting more to the purpose because somehow, even though we don't speak about it, mortality is just standing right on our faces. So, um, you know, somehow, you know, that assumption that I'm going to live for the next hundred years (laughs) has gone and that this can happen and therefore the sense of gratitude and really looking at what's essential. Yeah, and in a way that that's also what businesses are going through. I mean, it is about rethinking organizations. It's about re- reinventing them, about adapting to what's happening and, you know, the business has to change, their models need to change. They need to look at what's essential and yeah, go back to the go back to within, you know, look from the inside out what is going on. That's really interesting. So, what have been your findings? What type of opportunities are present for you then? Uh, I think at a personal level it's really a time for people to do more sports if you're really allowed to. And when I say that, I'm really thankful that in France, at least in the place where I'm living today in this week, uh, we can still get out and practice a bit of sport for an hour. And I just want to recognize there are a lot of clients, a lot of people who are listening to this podcast from different countries. And I know most of the downloads are happening today from South America. I was really shocked uh, when I looked mm-hmm. at where this podcast is being downloaded. So I want to be actually mindful of the people who are listening from all over the world and say thank you to them. But, so I think one of the things is like being able to practice sports slowing down is something that's happening for a lot of people and I think we're learning the art of doing nothing I think particularly difficult in sort of fast-paced ego-driven cultures where delivery is key and of course delivery is key because business is also about uh, delivering and bottom line I think um, harvesting and acting on the lessons learned will be the hardest but most impactful thing that we can all do both individually and, and as organizations where would you see the main lessons learned then at an individual level, I think slowing down 
and getting to the essential and really staying connected to one's purpose and passion. And I'd like, yeah, if I pick up on the connection, I think, you know, being constantly connected is key. The sort of the human voice is so important and so reassuring, especially in these times when we are physically and socially distant. I think we need to be related. And that's why people talk a lot about check-ins. So virtual check-ins, keep it social, checking how people are. So changing the conversation and normalizing the conversation on mental health. So involving people and doubling up on, on empathy, essentially, is even more important in these times, as well as translating what you're doing as a business into something operational and understandable for the people, because they need to feel connected to, also to operations and to the value they bring to the organization. So, you know, I think the connection, especially the human side of connection, but connecting things, connecting the dots operationally, strategically, and also creating the dots around innovation. You know, ideas can come from anywhere. And we're now working in a very distributed way, which is almost imposed, but brings with it its opportunities. Right, exactly, exactly. And so what opportunities do you see more at the ecosystem? I think it's it creating the space. So that space is virtual, it's physical, it's psychological. And, you know, it's a massive mobilization of our collective intelligence. So bringing humanity together, rallying humanity around a cause and what bigger cause than what's happening at the moment. I think if I look at personally what I'm doing at an ecosystem level, there are things I'm involved in like the GVDS, which is a global design sprint, a virtual design sprint, which is a worldwide event with teams of professionals from design sprints, facilitators, designers, UX specialists coming together around a common cause. And in May, it's dedicated to COVID. So looking at the pandemic, what solutions, the after, what resilience can we create in society in the same way as the global hack, which is also a movement that I'm part of, which is a Slack platform initiative to hack the future. So again, finding common solutions and how to build resilience during the pandemic and post-pandemic. So I think the massive mobilization of purpose around a human cause um, is a real opportunity. And of course, that's a very high level view when you bring it down. There are lots of what I call bite-sized chunks of actionable change that come from that mindset and those, those ways of working. I think also as an individual, you can have that impact on your own ecosystem. You can create spaces, literally spaces, informal or formal. I've recently created an informal space for leaders to come and share their experiences, to connect with other people around those experiences and to co-create best practice around how we move forward on this and uh, what the new landscape looks like. So as ever, we're navigating between three different levels of an individual, a, a team and a team of teams, so an ecosystem. I think there's a lot of opportunity there at all levels to make a difference eventually. <laughs> Like you said, people are coming together like never before. And uh, I sometimes wonder, I don't have the answers, uh, but I really wonder, did we need COVID? And why did we need COVID to come together like this? It's a very philosophical question. I think as ever, people in crisis, in, cri in crisis mode, you discover people and you discover new potential and you discover new ways of working because you have to, in inverted commas. So I, I think one should never underestimate the power of human connections, particularly in that in that type of uh, environment there's something that has brought us together kind of feel like there is a focus it's a very strong focus to get out of this all together and a human-centered focus yeah so did we need it I don't, I don't think there's an answer to that question it's here I mean I was talking about harvesting these lessons learned which is what we all need to do at all levels how do you think we can capture these lessons I think of meditation <laughs> and I think of meditation because when I meditate and just right after I meditate I feel so good there's a 
sense of calmness. I mean, like when I meditate, there's lots of thoughts. Like my mind is just flowing with lots of thoughts. And uh, and right after that, I feel a sense of calmness. And then as days, as the day goes by, I feel the rush, I feel the stress. And then I started to wonder, how can I capture that feeling of calmness that I have right after meditation and actually have that throughout the day? And I found that what helps me is journaling. And I write down and I journal and I just write few lines on how I felt right after the meditation and what happened. Like if if I say a word like banana (laughs) or if I say apple, right? What comes to your mind? Fruit. Yeah. And we start to get a taste of that fruit, right? So you have a word that helps your brain to reference back to that feeling of what that taste is like. (laughs) So when you put words into how you feel and on what's happening, then it becomes much easier easier to go back and capture that again. So in essence, what I want to say is it's good to journal right now. It's good to put down your thoughts on what you like about what's happening, on what opportunities you see and refer back to these notes later on. I completely agree. And I think I speak to quite a lot of people who say, oh yeah, journaling doesn't work for me. Okay. So people think and learn differently and they express things differently. It may not work for you, but I think the concept is exactly the same. And thank you for simplifying it like that. You know, labeling and expressing emotions and what we feel is is very powerful. It could be a simple check at the end of a meeting. How are you feeling? Give me a word. It could be a brainstorming on a whiteboard. It could be after I've meditated or after I've thought or after we've had our co-creation session, I will just stick or draw an emoji sticker on the board and we will look at the sort of landscape of how people are feeling and what's coming up for people. It could be a word a day. It could be, okay, I'm going to write a new line to my song or to my poem or I, I don't know how people create. People create differently. But I think what I'm taking from you and what I would like to bring up to a more collective level is label and explicitly express those emotions and those thoughts because only then can you start acting on them and assimilating them in a different way as you go forward. Brilliant. Great. So write down those words and capture how you feel. Uh, So Susie, every Friday you've been running coffee collab sessions. Tell us a little bit more what this is about. This is essentially about human connection and um, co-creating what's next. So involving people and using the different experience and intelligence around the table to actually come to this point explicit what people are thinking and feeling about what's happening today how they're dealing with it and how well that's working or not and uh, I think it's very interesting to create that space it's a virtual space where you can also come and bring your psychological discussions and the emotions you're feeling about what you're doing and also the operational this isn't working how have you tried it have you seen it done differently and I think the interesting thing there is for leaders from all different horizons different industries different generations and that's what makes it so rich and so useful in terms of harvesting the lessons learned of how everybody is living COVID individually and then collectively and then you know what's next what tomorrow looks like for brilliant so there you go I know that this is a time where everybody is rushing working on emergency topics and reflection and taking time for reflection is very very important so if you can take time a few minutes in a week just like Susie does and in your organization to write down what's happening right now how we're feeling about it what ideas are coming up for us what opportunities are present and what's really important for our business and where do we want to focus and keep our attention on. Just capture them. They may not be true or they may be, who knows, but this is a great time to capture them. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Susie, for co-hosting this episode with me. Thank you, Deepa. Thank you very much for the opportunity and I will remember that. Less is more. Thank you. (laughs) All right. Thank you very much for listening and stay tuned for the next episode coming up tomorrow, which will be part five, the last one of the week. And uh, see you next week. And until then, Stay cool. Bye-bye. Bye.